Hello everybody, welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales, rocking the new Roadcaster Pro mixing desk thing, which so far is uh, going very well, so shout out to Rode for producing such an awesome product. They're not a sponsor, but it'd be nice if they were. Um, they w- I wouldn't have had to buy all this stuff, but anyway, never mind. Um, so we hope you enjoyed the episode from last night, that just got uploaded recently, Um pretty good show i reckon it was i didn't get too drunk just sort of nicely sourced really so um yeah not too bad not too bad at all uh feeling pretty good today i don't know that's a good thing or a bad thing really because um maybe i'm just drinking too much who knows but anyway uh so formula one russian grand prix qualifying uh pretty entertaining qualifying session um, a few little mishaps here and there with a few drivers. It seems like it's quite a difficult track to get the balance right. It kind of um, there's a few corners that if you if you haven't got the kind of the front and the rear end balanced properly, you can just lose it so easily. And it, because it's um, on the coast, or I think it's on a lake or something, so it's quite windy as well. So there was a few issues with tailwinds and all that sort of stuff, which actually caught out. Uh, Alex Albon, um, he actually spun in, um, I think it was in Q2 actually, uh, I believe, uh, might have been in Q1 actually, yeah it was in Q1 and he had a spin, went into the barrier backwards, it was, it was actually a kind of a carbon copy of what Verstappen did the day before in one of the practice sessions, And um, but Verstappen just tapped the barrier as he went in backwards, but Albon went in a bit harder and damaged his car, I mean he was going to have a penalty anyway, um, with engine so they probably just replaced everything in there because you know he qualified 19th essentially so they needed to um yeah they just a bit of a shame for him he's been doing really well in the team um since being kind of promoted to the team a couple of races ago and pretty consistently faster than Gasly was which I guess is all he can really do and try and get as close to Verstappen as he can um few issues um he's had but yeah he's doing well so a bit of a shame that he crashed today but i mean i guess what can he do um so i'm drinking tea it's it's very delicious no whiskey today oh oh great delicious so um yeah let's just talk you through the results and we'll go from there really so charles leclerc p1 four in a row pole positions ferrari on fire um pretty good time four tenths of a second ahead of p2 that was lewis hamilton um he just pipped vettel by three millionths of a second or something like that and it was it was properly <laughs> it was properly close so i think hamilton was 132.030 and uh, vettel was 132.053 so just nothing in it at all uh, so that was Vettel P3, P4 Verstappen uh, with a 132.3, Bottas with a 132.6, so not great from him to be six tenths down on Hamilton, which is a pretty huge result. I think that just is the difference between Hamilton and Bottas in terms of speed. Well, really, it probably should have only been maybe three tenths. That seems to have been what he's had on him so far this weekend, but... I think Hamilton just pulled out an extra three temps out of his magic hat like he can do and just put in a really impressive lap time. Um, 
So I think he was quite pleased with that um, to to split the Ferraris on the front and be, get on the front row. Um, P2 and P3 might be a good place to start as well because there's a massively long run up to the main. I mean, there's the first corner is basically just a, a small kink in the road, so it's basically still part of the, the straight, really. So the second corner is, is a much tighter corner where it's going to start getting, uh, I don't know, condensed up with drivers after that start. So uh, the run you get and the slipstream you get, it could look pretty good for Hamilton or Vettel on that one. So, or even Verstappen, if he can get a good start. So Leclerc is going to be under pressure um, at the start for sure. And he, he kind of knows that he, he, even he himself said uh, during the interview that P1 might not be the best place to start this Grand Prix because uh, of that run up in the first corner. So, uh, but I mean, I guess the bonus is the Ferraris are looking pretty quick on the straights as always. Um, been like a running theme for the year so um it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that whether mercedes can i don't know deal with them on the straights or it could be looking like you know one two again for ferrari potentially so i mean i think mercedes need to be better on the strategy this weekend than they were last weekend for sure um to be able to do it so um, yeah, we'll see. So where did I get up to? Science. I know, but S and P five. Sorry, I'll just I'll just continue reading through before I get too distracted. Uh, so science was P six. Great result for McLaren. They're they're doing really well. Um, I'll come back to McLaren. There's a bit of McLaren news as well. Um, Hulkenberg P seven for Renault. Really great result from him. P eight Lando Norris for McLaren. Uh, Grosjean P nine. Brilliant result from him. Um, yeah, very good, very good from him. Uh, I think getting re-signed for next year is maybe giving him a bit of a confidence boost and boost and relaxed him a bit, so he knows he's got to drive next year. And you know, so it's it's probably better for the team and for him actually. So that's good to see he's done well. Uh, Ricardo P10, um, it was so close um, from basically P6 to P10, like it just one tiny little error or a slightly later braking to get a better line through and more speed through one of the corners would have just made that difference of like four or five places. So yeah, it was super tight. Um, we had Pierre Gasly, P11, Sergio Perez, P12, Antonio Giovinazzi, P13, Magnussen for, for Haas, P14. So it's a pretty big difference between Grosjean and Magnussen there. So I wonder whether they're running a split set up on their car as they has to have done recently or if they're on the same setup that's going to be interesting so uh lance stroll p15 uh, for racing point um p16 for raikkonen he made a mistake and kind of didn't even, didn't get through out of q3 uh george russell uh p17 kubica p18 and albon 19th who um only kind of put in a sight a lap initially and then had that crash so uh yeah and then danny kvyat didn't even race didn't even qualify because um, he's had lots of engine problems. So he'll be starting from the back of the grid along with Albon. Um, so the actual starting grid is a bit different because there were a few penalties. So I'll just talk you through those. So it'll be Leclerc, Hamilton, Vettel, Bottas, Sainz, Hulkenberg, Norris, Grosjean, Verstappen, who took five-place penalty, uh, Ricardo, Perez, Giovinazzi, Magnussen, Stroll, Raikkonen, Gasly, Russell, Albon, Kubica, Kvyat. So... Um, Somehow Albon starting ahead of Kubica, which seems a bit odd, considering he would have had some penalties to take. So Kubica must have um, had some penalties. 
Yeah, so Kubrick has had an engine change as well, so that's why. So yeah, uh, so that's that's the lineup. So um, look out for Carlos Sainz P5. Yeah, the Renaults are going to be strong, I think, along with the McLarens. So watch those. You've got Ricardo; he'll be feisty at the start, and Haas for Grosjean. You've got to expect they're just going to go backwards because they always do in the race. So unless they somehow magically managed to solve that problem, um, but yeah, that that McLaren is I was talking about. So they've agreed to switch engines over to Mercedes as of 2021. So they'll be with Renault for one more year and then Mercedes the year after once all these big new rule changes come in. So that's going to be an interesting one for them. I think that's a good move and better to do it the year after rather than next year because it gives them a bit more time to set it up in the car and they know they're going to be doing that so they can start off with the design for the car to fit the engine. Because each of the engines between Ferrari, Mercedes, Renault and Honda, the engines are all a bit different. So you have to kind of design your car around the engine so it fits nicely and you can minimise um, wasted space kind of thing. So if you have longer to plan that, then it just it's much better. So, yeah. Uh, sorry, tea break. Um, yeah, so pretty entertaining qualifying session overall. Like I said, Alvin had that issue which was a shame for him. But I think he's done enough to kind of get a couple of, you know, passes when he has the odd little mistake. Like, I don't think Rebola can be too pissed off about it because um, he was struggling with the setup all weekend. So, and like I said, with this track, one little mistake on a couple of corners and you just, you spin in, into the barrier. So um, it's tricky. It's not like it's a street circuit, but there's, it's quite close in with a lot of the barriers and stuff. There's a few big runoff areas, but um it's uh yeah it's an interesting circuit i don't think the drivers like it particularly but um it's some pretty exciting racing though like there's some pretty mad corners so i think it's going to be a good race um like i said at the start i mean it's going to be a close one i think it's going to be an interesting first few laps and then see how it settles down and then you've got to have mercedes have got to sort of their strategy out because they've, they've been a bit off the ball recently so they need to get that sorted i think um, which I think they will do. It just seems weird they've had the odd little mishap with the strategy recently when normally they were so strong with it. So that's going to be interesting. Um, standout laps. Yeah, Grosjean, really good job to get in the P10, to get a P8 ahead of Ricardo. Um, well, effective P9, but with Verstappen dropping down. Uh, Verstappen, I don't know, it looked like he was going to do better, but... Uh, from the practice sessions but once Ferrari and Mercedes kind of just turned the engines up a bit I think that just put them just beyond Red Bull um, they were Red Bull were looking like having a strong result but um, I guess a standout is really the McLarens and the Renaults um, looking really good um, and it's so close between those two in terms of points as well um, it's that kind of the P4 in the championship is really important. So um, to be kind of the best of the rest, as it were, after the top three. So um, it's very competitive between those two. Um, and with both cars, um, with both teams have both cars in the top 10, it's going to be an interesting one. So you'd think they're going to be racing against each other and that's going to be quite a fierce bit of competition with like the old Red Bull and Haas thrown in the mix as well. So, um yeah, that's going to be an interesting kind of lower order for sure, I think. Um, hopefully the top guys are going to be able to race a bit. It should be quite interesting to see. Um, from practice sessions, it looked like Mercedes did have the quicker race car in kind of race trim. So in terms of with full fuel loads and on the longer runs, it did look like Mercedes overall was quicker. So 
if they can get one of their cars out front, if Hamilton can get out front, you kind of feel like he'll be able to just take off and get a bit of distance between them and get the Ferraris in the kind of the dirty air so the tyres go off and you know all that kind of stuff. It is looking like the temperatures are going to drop a little bit tomorrow for the race. I don't think any weather is, is like bad weather's forecast, but that could throw a few spanners in the works. Um, and of course, the odd safety car could you know throw a few things in there as well. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, let me just go to. Oh dear, there's some Mercedes drama going on. We'll come back to that. Um, let us have a look at the what the drivers said. Um, Hamilton says, I tell you, it was a tough qualifying session. These guys have some crazy speeds on the straights. Uh, I gave it everything I had at the end, and I'm so glad it came together. I wasn't expecting to get on the front row, that's for sure. Um, they are on a lower drag level, plus they have that power, so we had to try something. Uh, the team has done a really good job with putting us in that position. It's a long way down to turn one. It's not the best to start on the harder tyre, but I will try to tow the hell out of Charles down to turn one. Um, yeah, so that should be noted. Hamilton and Bottas both are going to start the race on the medium tyre, and everyone else is on the soft tyre. So they managed to qualify from Q2 on the, on the harder tyre. So that should give them a strategic advantage in terms of they can take their runs a bit longer, but if they're stuck behind other cars, that could cause a problem. So they really need to, Hamilton really needs to get out in front um, at the start as soon as possible. And then he should be able to pull away, manage his tyres, do a longer run. And then, um, yeah, it could set up the win, win really nicely for him. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Vettel says, I'm not entirely happy. I couldn't extract the absolute maximum out of the car. The speed is there, so let's keep it up. Um, that's pretty much all he said. What does Le Leclerc say? Um, Leclerc said, the car felt amazing and it feels great to be back on pole, but I didn't know. But I don't know whether it's the best track to start on pole. Uh, the straight is very long after the start. Uh, it feels very, very special, but I don't want to think about stats for now. I just want to focus on the job. So, yeah, he's the first driver since Schumacher to get four Ferrari poles back to back like in a row. Um, he said, there is a long way to go tomorrow and it's a good start. Uh, we have been competitive all weekend and the race simulation seems good too. Um, but like I said, it seemed like the Mercedes had the better race pace in the long runs. So there, despite Ferrari's a straight line advantage, I think over, over a race distance, Mercedes might be quicker. Um, so that's going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. So yeah, uh, tune in tonight. I think it's 11 p.m. it starts. So let me just double check that for you all. Um, just see, it normally tells you what time it starts. Race 21.10 to 23.10. Oh, so it's on a bit earlier then. Well, that's good. I can actually watch it live. That's amazing. Awesome. So I'll be watching that tonight. That's at 9, 10 p.m. Uh, if you live in Australia. Local time in Russia, it's on at uh, uh, 2.10 in the afternoon. So, yeah, you can work out from there. Um, let me just see this. There was this thing. So Mercedes F1, four staff sacked over discrimination of racist or religious nature. 
Uh, four staff members four staff members have been sacked by Mercedes Formula One team after an investigation into discrimination. The team have confirmed the individuals dismissed on second of August this year over breaches of our diversity and equality policy. No details have been released about the incidents, but they are understood to be of a racist or religious nature. Mm-hmm. We condemn this behaviour in the strongest terms and acted immediately. Uh, a Mercedes team statement added, uh, we value the diversity of our employees and it's a source of strength for our team. Our working environment is based on an appreciation and mutual respect. The members of staff have been working, had been working at the Mercedes team headquarters in Northamptonshire. Uh, and it just says Mercedes world champion Lewis Hamilton will start second on the grid, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, well, that's, um, that's an interesting one. So it's good that they kind of got rid of him because so you can't really have behaviour like that at all. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's, I guess it's weird they've just announced that now, but I guess it's um, they kind of, maybe they had to. I don't know. Um, what else is going on? I think that's kind of it, really. Um, I could natter on more, but there's not much point. I think the uh, race is going to be pretty entertaining. I don't know who's going to win. Like I said, if Hamilton can get out in front early on and get past Leclerc... Um, in the first few laps, I think he could build up a bit of a lead. But if he's under pressure from Vettel behind him, he's going to get a really good toe behind him. Then it's going to be... But then actually, you've got to, you've got to bear in mind that you've got Bottas and then Sainz who are behind them, who are really feisty on the start. Well, especially Sainz. So that could curve, throw a few curveballs in there. Um, so I think if Leclerc can stay out ahead of Hamilton initially he should be able to kind of hold off that charge. And then it's just going to come down to pit stops. It's going to be one stop. It's going to be the strategic call on that. Is the undercut going to work again? Who knows? So there's a bit of a, there's a lot of um, different uh, curveballs that could come in there. So yeah, I think it's going to be between Hamilton and Leclerc. That's my prediction. But beyond that, it's hard to tell. I want Hamilton to win, but you know, it wouldn't be bad to see Leclerc win, especially after last weekend where he felt like he got, you know, that, wind taken away from him a little bit so um yeah so there we go so it should be a good race so tune in tonight 10 past nine australian time uh or 10 past two in the afternoon russian time um and uh yeah hope you enjoy the race it should be good we'll be back with our summary um i don't think i'll do it tonight after the race maybe i will if it finishes at 11 I probably still will be up and about. So I might do. If not, it'll be up tomorrow afternoon, Monday after work, Australian time. So, yeah, cheers for tuning in and we will be back tomorrow. Cheers, guys. Bye.